0: Welcome to Locked On NFL, your daily podcast on the National Football League, on the number one daily sports podcast network. You can find myself on Twitter at BD Peacock, my co-host, former NFL scout Matt Williamson at WilliamsonNFL. You can find this podcast on all of your favorite podcast apps and keep those Spotify wrapped. Keep those coming on Twitter. I love seeing those screenshots of how many hours people are listening to this show. Matt, they're listening to us for hours, thousands of minutes in some cases.
1: How about that? I love it. Which is kind of crazy.
0: <laughs> they spend so much time with us. We don't have to spend any time with them. So we love hearing from you because we don't even know you're out there sometimes. So I love yeah, absolutely. Feedback.
1: It's good stuff, though. It sounds like we are growing quickly. We have a lot to get to, though. I mean, last night's game wasn't super exciting, but the Ravens win 42-21. A couple notes from there. Their offense is so much better with a healthy Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews. I mean, they're
0: just
1: just really hard to account for. They're so different with that running game, of course, being the foundation. A couple notes on them. I mean, Lamar was awesome. I don't think he's uh, too banged up, to say the least. Uh, their red zone offense is phenomenal. His red zone passing is really impressive. And boy, when they get a lead, I mean, it's over.
0: Kind of a bummer tuning into that game and learning that Jamal Adams, we had talked about the health and who was going to be ready to play. Both Jamal Adams and Quinn Williams are out. So two of the players yeah. that you really want to see if you're watching the Jets and one of the guys that I think could not nullify, but have a good chance of um, you know limiting Lamar Jackson a little bit more especially in the run game and covering those tight ends and that's exactly why you have a player like Jamal Adams on your team and this is the most important game he could play I think for the Jets schedule and he wasn't out there it was funny because once it was pretty clear that Lamar Jackson was going to play the line we had talked about it on a Wednesday 14 and a half it jammed all the way up to 17 before the game and they even blew that out of the water with the 21 point win so blowout for Baltimore there Jackson broke Michael Vick's single season record for rushing yards by a quarterback, obviously, and five more touchdown passes. I mean, he's just, at this point, he's just lapping the field as far as MVP candidacy, right?
1: Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Wilson's cooled off. I'm not sure who else is even in the conversation at this point. Ravens lock up the AFC North. They're certainly the front runner to get the number one seed in the AFC. But I thought the Jets did a couple good things, too. I mean, they could have went into a ball and, and crumbled, and they didn't. Uh, Darnold was promising. Their receivers were, pretty, were decent. Um, the offensive line, I thought, was just going to get destroyed. It held up okay. So, I mean, there's, the Jets weren't
0: abysmal in this one, though, either. Did see a little limp on Lamar Jackson after the game, walking into the middle of the field to shake hands. So, something to monitor there with that quad still for Jackson, but didn't look like it hampered him during the game at all. Let's move on. It's a full slate of games this week. I want to talk about the Raiders because they're saying goodbye to the Black Hole in Oakland this week, favored by six and a half over the Jaguars. Farewell game. Uh, give me the Raiders. Give me. Uh, I'll give away all those points. Raiders go big. It's going to be a crazy one, I think, in Oakland. There's tickets going for like $500, which uh, hasn't been happening there for a while in Oakland.
1: Yeah, in a way, these are two teams I'd like to bet against. I kind of wish they weren't playing each other. But the Jags are much more in that category than Oakland, especially with a situation like this. You know, Oakland's head coach is stable. I think they're playing with more pride at this point. There's, I mean, they've come back to earth, and they're not a super talented team, but I think
0: the Jags have destroyed this one. I totally agree there, and hopefully getting Jacobs back at running back—he was out last week, and it would really hurt him to be out. I, I guess he was like on the verge of tears because he wasn't going to be able to play last week. And he's, wow! Yeah, he's going to be back. He's going to be back this week. So uh, for your fantasy football playoffs, that'll be helpful too. Because I know a lot of—I've seen a lot of teams that have really good rosters, and, and Jacob seems to be on a lot of those rosters.
1: Yeah, I can see that. And, and boy, the Jags are about as good a matchup as you want for a running back too, right now.
0: I think one of the most important games this week on the schedule is Texans at Titans. Both teams coming in at 8 and 5 and a little oddity of the schedule this season, the Texans and Titans vying for the top spot in the AFC South. They're going to play for the this, this is the first time they've played. They're going to play again in 2 weeks in week 17.
1: Yeah, and that's uh, huge. I mean, I really look at the AFC like these two teams, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, who happen to play each other too are all fighting for three spots, you know, the two wild card and the the winner of this division, the South, and these two games are going to be gigantic. Unfortunately for the Titans, they get the Saints sandwiched in between those two Texans games, but I think they get this win. I love Watson. I'm not cutting on him at all, but I think Tannehill's playing better than him right now. I think he's playing better than most quarterbacks right now. I think Tennessee's the more well-rounded team on both sides of the ball. I don't trust the Texans defense very much at all right now in Tennessee. I'll
0: take the Titans. And we talked to coaches yesterday. We didn't mention Mike Vrabel, but with the Tannehill Titans now, Vrabel, should he be in the conversation for coach of the year? Maybe I like the job that they're doing over there right now. And uh, man, the Titans are playing better football. And it's crazy to think right now, Matt, Fast forward a few months that in week 15, we're going to talk be talking about how Ryan Tannehill's playing better quarterback than Deshaun Watson.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's playing better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. I mean, he's playing very, very (laughs) well. I mean, again, that's not a knock on Watson. I'm not sure i put Vrabel in that tier that you you laid out yesterday, but he is doing an excellent job. Um, I, I can't help but say, and maybe this is too harsh, but why wasn't Tannehill the starter in week one?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. And I think that the fact that they went to that switch, it was pretty obvious that they knew and they just couldn't make that call early enough on Mariota. And then once it was obvious, like, okay, now we've got to make that call. And I understand not going with him to start the season, but uh, they made that switch, I think, fairly fairly quick. I mean, When you start a season yeah. with the guy, you have to stick with him for a bit. But it's Tannehill's show now, Tennessee at home, favored by three. So basically, neutral field, Vegas thinks this is a toss-up. Who you got?
1: Yeah, I'll I'll give you the points. I'd I like Tennessee to win. The um, so first I'm hearing the lines, but I think three is a decent number, but I don't mind laying it.
0: I'll go the other way. I'll go Texans there and every other week team, and I think this is potentially that they week are. where you're like, oh, yeah, the Texans are actually pretty good now, and then next week they'll lay an egg. and So uh, very interesting down the stretch here for those two teams. And if they split, Houston owns the tiebreaker over Tennessee currently based on best win percentage in division games. Obviously, Pittsburgh, who is also 8-5 and five right now, they win the tiebreaker over Tennessee based on best win percentage in conference games. So a couple of weeks for those things to change as far as tiebreakers go. But right now, Pittsburgh owns it. And as you teased just a minute ago, the Pittsburgh Steelers are on Sunday Night Football. We will get to that one a little bit later and the rest of the schedule next. All right, this is a good time to tell the fellas out there about Blue Chew. Guys, do you remember when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So, you know, they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visit. No waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. And they're made right in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code Locked on. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. BlueChew.com, promo code Locked on to try it free, Blue Chew is the cheaper, better, faster choice. We thank them for sponsoring this podcast.
1: Now is the time to get off the sidelines and get in the game with our buddies at MyBookie. MyBookie is the premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football action every weekend. They always have the most up-to-date lines and the most prop bets of any sports book on the planet. So if you're going to bet this season do the smart thing and bet with my bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. Pick your locks for the week, put them together in one parlay bet and when they all come through, the rewards will be gigantic. Tired of watching the games from the couch with nothing to gain? My bookie wants to get your mind off everything else and back in the game. Here's the best part. If you join right now, MyBookie will double your first deposit. That's right. If you put in a thousand, they'll give you a thousand. That's double your initial deposit and you can use it on all your favorite picks. Use our promo code locked on to activate the offer. That's promo code locked on to double your cash. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid.
0: Patriots-Bengals, Matt. Patriots only favored by 10. They're on the road in Cincinnati, but uh, after cheating and filming the Bengals' (laughs) sideline, I mean, they're going to win by 30, right?
1: Right. They know all the calls. Um, I think they win. I think that they put the clamps on the Bengals' offense. I'm not sure they win by 10, though. I mean, I think Cincinnati's showing some pride, playing better, getting first downs, helping their defense stay off the field a little bit better. At home really doesn't help them much. I don't expect there to be a huge turnout of orange and black, but I think they keep it within 10.
0: And the home crowd probably doesn't really want a win that bad. In a lot right. of cases, so yeah, that that gets nullified quite a bit. I mean, I'll give away the ten points. I think the Patriots are going to blow out the Bengals. I think it's just one of they those might. where it's a good team that goes on a business trip and, and handles their biz as Belichick teams tend to do. Let's move on to the Buccaneers at Lions. The six and seven bucks in Detroit to face the three nine and one Detroit Lions.
1: I think the Bucks blow them out. I mean, both these teams are missing some key weapons. The Lions are really low on skill position dudes. Uh, besides Kenny Galladay. I think the Bucs D is an underrated unit. I'm assuming Winston plays and probably throws for like 450 and four touchdowns and four picks like he usually does. Um, I just don't know where the what to get excited about for the Lions right now.
0: Yeah, it's hard to get excited about what's going on in Detroit. Chris Godwin, he's the guy that's going to help you out in your fantasy league this week. Winston to Godwin with Mike Evans being out now. Um godwin could go crazy and look at the line that chris godwin already has this year 81 catches 1212 yards and nine touchdowns he's going off and that'll only get better i think the last couple of weeks here
1: yeah and i don't know if evans being out helps or hurts him but they got guys like hmm. watson and perryman and i actually think oj howard's stepping up a little bit but yep. they're not short on receivers
0: right howard they could go to the run game a little bit more especially if they're going to win ronald jones they've been just a committee backfield there in uh in Tampa Bay this year but the Ryan the Lions won't have very much luck running the ball against the Buccaneers and uh, yeah it's just a, it's a rough go for Detroit right now let's move on to an NFC North matchup and uh, the North is not I mean only the NFC South has been figured out with the Saints so far there's a lot of different scenarios that could happen the Bears are on the road in Green Bay to face the 10 and 3 Packers Packers currently with tiebreakers have the two seed in the NFC but uh, all that stuff's gonna get shaken up the last few weeks
1: What's the spread in this one?
0: This one is Green Bay by four and a half.
1: I want the points, and I'm doing a little upset special here, too. I think the Bears go on the road and win. I think they're playing better than people. Realize, I I will concede that Trubisky's done his very good work against some bad defenses, but I'm not sure that this is a good Packers defense. I think they'll get after Aaron Rodgers. I think the, the Bears' D will travel pretty well. I mean, I don't feel super confident about it, but I sure like Chicago plus four and a half. I think the Packers are overrated.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm right there with you. After watching... Uh, a lot of these teams and and seeing who's good and who's not and the 49ers just played the Packers and the Saints I came away thinking the Saints are a lot better than the Packers and the Saints are going to end up with that two seed and the Packers have the Vikings knocking on their door as well so that's something that uh, maybe the Packers don't even you know they could go from the two seed now to the five or six seed by the time this thing's over with and uh Next week will be Packers at Vikings. This is going to decide a lot in the NFC North. I still like the Packers over the Bears. I don't trust Trubisky to continue to do sure. what he's you know, done. Because he'll, he'll show you. That's what Trubisky does. He teases you, and then he lays an absolute egg. This might be the egg one. Four and a half points. I'll give up four and a half points at home for the Packers.
1: Yeah, I mean, I could see that. I just, you know, you look at Rodgers the last month 6 weeks or so his yards per attempt are down his yards for completion are down he's been okay but he's not getting a lot of help i mean i just don't think the packers are a great team yeah i think the vikings will win that division
0: let's go to the one seed in the nfc the 49ers at 11 and 2 are hosting the atlanta falcons coming in at 4 and 9 a potential letdown game for the 49ers after the stretch they've just gone through
1: i suppose but atlanta's not in such a great place either uh, maybe they're a little better than public perception thinks on them, but I think they run all over Atlanta. I don't think that they're tested much here at all, and I think Ryan will be under a lot of pressure.
0: This could be one of those games where the 49ers blow out the Falcons, and the Falcons let the better coach and Kyle Shanahan go, and they realize they have to fire Dan Quinn, and he gets <laughs> fired by yeah. Tuesday when we're talking about things here on the program. Uh, but and and I would think that that would be maybe one of the reasons why it's not a letdown game because Shanahan will be up for this and, and make sure his team is up for the team he used to work for to play against those guys. And I think it would be an advantage for Shanahan to have intimate knowledge of Dan Quinn's defense more though, more so than Dan Quinn having intimate knowledge of Kyle Shanahan's offense, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, you've given this game more thought than me, of course, since the locked-on Niners stuff. But I'm also sitting here thinking... I wonder if it is a blowout. Will he run up the score against his former boss? Maybe not.
0: No, I would think not. I would absolutely right, think right, not. Right. And the 49ers are favored by 11 here. so that's a big line. so I wouldn't touch it as far as betting it just because the right. line's so big, but straight up, you gotta you gotta go Niners at home.
1: Yeah, I mean, but it might be a nine point game and they just control all the action. You yes, know?
0: absolutely. Let's go to the Broncos and Chiefs, the 5-8 and eight Broncos, playing a little better football. They found themselves maybe a quarterback in Drew Locke, Matt. They're on the road, though, in Kansas City to face the 9-4 and four Chiefs who are starting to get things figured out and playing some good ball as they head toward the playoffs.
1: Yeah, and I'm optimistic of, about Locke. I like him, I mean, but he was very inconsistent at college. The big games, the tough opponents is really when he did his worst work. At Kansas City is obviously a brutal test. The Chiefs' pass uh, defense is quite good, and I, I know some Bronco fans are super excited. We've got our next Elway, and uh, pump the brakes. I think our conversation will be a lot different on Monday. I've also heard, boy, Lock and Mahomes is going to be the next Manning Brady, and the Met. I'm like, whoa, 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 wow, you know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Chiefs win by a million. I mean, to be honest with you, I think they destroy
0: them. And I do love what, what Locke has done in those two games. He's 72% yeah. passing, 443 yards. He's got the five touchdowns to two interceptions. So very good. Uh, and if he can pass this test, then, man, that's a that's a great test. This is, this is a nice little hurdle for a young quarterback in his third start to go into Kansas City to play this Chiefs team. But like you said, got to pick the Chiefs. They're favored by nine and a half, which is a lot of points. Um, I, I might not throw any money down either way, but straight up, absolutely Chiefs here. I'm interested to see how Drew Locke handles it though.
1: Yeah, I mean I I'm, I'm not saying the guy's a buster or he can't play or anything like that. I'm just thinking people are way too excited about that situation.
0: The Miami Dolphins at 3 and 10 are on the road in New York to face the 2 and 11 Giants. This one's all about draft positioning right now. Right now New York Giants have the second pick in the draft and it's Dolphins and Redskins both at 3 and 10 that are 3 and 4. Dolphins, I think I like the way they're playing better than the Giants. Eli Manning, though, at home, Giants favored by three and a half. I got to go New York on this one.
1: Yeah, me too. I just think that right now their still guys are just light years better than Miami's. I mean, as opposed to Parker being out possibly. And I kind of like the the Laird kid, but he's not Saquon Barkley, you know what I mean, to say the least. <laughs> right. uh, I just think that Eli will use his weapons better. And I don't think the Dolphins will run very well on the Giants on the road. And that just screams fits with a couple turnovers.
0: We've talked a lot about tiebreakers for playoff scenarios. And for the draft, it's completely different. Tiebreaker is strength of schedule. And so the tougher strength of schedule means you draft higher. And right now, Washington has that tiebreaker over, let's see. Yeah, Washington has that tiebreaker right now over Miami and New York. So if they all end up with three wins, say at the end of the year, it would go Washington, Miami, New York Giants. But obviously, strength of schedule can change still. With teams still have a few more weeks to play, and it is kind of tight there with the strength of schedule. So that's some, that's something to watch if you're looking at uh, the top of the NFL draft. Let's yeah, but
1: t- this game obviously means a lot though for that that right. position oh, where absolutely. Chase Young might end up, or you
0: know, right? Giants lose this one; they've got that second pick pretty well wrapped up. They're in good shape. <laughs> The Redskins, at 3-10, and 10 are hosting the 6-7 and seven Eagles that are currently right in the mix there in the NFC East that nobody wants to win, Matt.
1: I like how Wentz played to finish the, finish the last game. Um, I think Jordan Howard comes back, and that could be a stabilizing force. They're wide receivers. are That's like me and you out there, though. I mean, um, they do have tight end production. But the Eagles are easy to play against right now. That being said, they have more to play for. I think their defensive front can control this game, pressure Haskins. I think they go on the road and get a win here, probably pretty handily.
0: What's your 40 time, Matt?
1: Oh, real slow. <laughs>
0: slow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Worse than Rich Eisen's. Okay. Oh,
0: wow. Really? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, This. I mean, the Eagles have a little something because – I'm they've the window has been left open for them and they're too good of a team despite the speed at wide receiver to not pull this thing out and obviously beat a bad team on the road get that record evened up at 7 and 7 maybe go 7 and 9 and, and steal that division it's and the Eagles are, and the Cowboys are the same way. They're just, they're too good to be this bad. Right. And so at some point it's like, think, which team yeah. is going to wake up? You're like, you're, you're grabbing these teams by the collar and shaking. it was like, wake up and play like you can play. And let's see this team be an actual playoff team.
1: Yeah. And I kind of trust the Eagles to do that. They just are short of, of you know, speed guys on both sides of the ball, any corners. And I don't know that the skins can do anything about that. They need receivers. I'm just going to trust Wentz on this one. I know he's been up and down, but they're the, the better organization. They
0: need it more. Right. Like Washington Eagles. can't expose what the Eagles are bad at as well as, you know, some other teams might be able to. Right, right. Okay. The last bit of games will hit him furiously in segment three. The original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amounts of both sink and bounce. Get $100 towards select mattresses by visiting Casper.com slash locked nfl again that's using slash locked nfl at checkout terms and conditions apply if you can't visit casper right now you can find this and other offers from locked on sponsors at locked slash offers the 10 and 3 seahawks currently the five seed in the nfc they are on the road in carolina to face the 5-8 and eight Panthers. Matt, I don't like this game because the Panthers somehow can't stop anybody on the ground, which plays right into the Seahawks' hands.
1: Yeah, right. I mean, and Seattle travels well. It's a good organization. They've been stumbling a little lately, and Russell Wilson hasn't been Superman, and Lockett's not putting up any fantasy points. But I think Chris Carson with Penny Hurt might be the number 1 scoring fantasy running back this week in Carolina. Just keep handing it to him over and over and bludgeoning the, the Panthers. Panthers are not in a good place right now, but whenever we start talking, you know, when was, it's was playoff time and we're talking about coaching spots, I think the Panthers' job might be the best one out there. So I do think there's optimism around this franchise, but I think the rest of the season is not going to go well. Who do you trust? Way in? better quarterback, by the way. Right. I mean, yeah.
0: <laughs> say the least. And the, the Seahawks favored by six and a half on the road, which is a lot of points on the road, but I it think is. I would still give those away because I, I think the, the Seahawks could blow the Panthers out and the Panthers last week didn't show any life with you know, sort of win winning one for the Gipper type of thing where some teams you see have a little bit of a, a jump in their step and, and everyone straightens up and, and plays a little bit better after a coach gets fired. We didn't really see that for the Panthers last week, so I don't know if we'll see that the rest of the way. Uh, which team do you feel better about at 10 and 3 right now in the NFC, the Seahawks or the Packers?
1: Seattle. Okay. Trust the coach a lot more. I give the quarterback edge to Seattle. I'm not sure the rest of the rosters are dramatically in the Packers' favor, but it is in their favor. Um Seahawks are, are more of a trustworthy organization
0: to me. The Cleveland Browns at six and seven are on the road to face the three, nine, and one. Cardinals, Cleveland on the road, favored by three. I'm going to take the home team on this one.
1: Yeah, I'll take the points. Yep, I think the Cardinals might win it. I think they're organizationally in a better place. I'm not sure which quarterback's playing better, but I think Kyler's, you know, has less non football stuff on his mind. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, the Cardinals are struggling, though. Their defense is pretty darn bad. Christian Kirk is banged up. Um, maybe Odell finally goes off. I think the Browns win it in what maybe the ugliest game of the weekend, but if you're going to give me points, I will take whoever gets points in this game.
0: I feel the same way. If you're going to give me points for either team, I'll take the points and yeah. sort of turn my head and, and and maybe squint while I watch that game. Right Or Man, while, I, totally while cool. I don't watch it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> right, I, while I pay attention to somewhere else. Here we go, the Minnesota Vikings, who, if I'm not mistaken, you like to overtake the Packers, potentially. Next week, Matt, they're on the road to face yeah. the Chargers first at 5-8. and eight. The Chargers are a team that, uh, at home, could definitely beat the Vikings. I obviously like the way the Vikings are playing right now. They're only favored by 1.5 points on the road.
1: Yeah, but there's going to be a lot of purple in the stands, I have a feeling, too. I mean, the Chargers aren't exactly the the best home field advantage. I do think they're playing better, and uh, Rivers is helping more than he's hurting now, at this point, or at least right now. But I think that the Chargers' D is in for a long day. Could get Thielen back. Cook looks like he's back to being himself. Cousins is playing well. I think the Vikings, quote, go on the road and win pretty handily. If it's only one and a half, I'm fine with that.
0: And it looks like Thielen is back at practice. He said he's, quote, very happy with the progress he's seeing in his hamstring. Uh, that hamstring is something that you put him out there too early. You could, you know, you, you could hurt yourself again. He's currently questionable. I don't know if they'll throw him out there this week because you got to make sure he's 100%. But um, they're going to get Thielen back, it looks like, which is a very good sign for the Minnesota Vikings. And, yeah, I'll take the, the Minnesota Vikings and give up that one and a half just because they're a better football team. Yeah, they're just a better football team, right. The Rams are on the road at the Dallas Cowboys. This one has some playoff implications. The Rams trying to work their way in. If the Vikings lose and the Rams win, the Rams now are tied with the Vikings for that sixth wild card spot, uh, the sixth seed and the the second wild card spot. The Cowboys. I don't know what to think about them. The Rams are actually favored here on the road by one and a half points. Rams coming off a big one against Seattle last week.
1: Yeah, and the the key to me is, with when, I, when I talk Rams, is how much pressure will Goff be under? This one, I would say moderate, but not extreme. And the Rams have really improved. You know, They're, they're, they're moving through Gurley and Woods now a lot better with, with their play-action game, which is a foundation and staple of the offense. I think they're in a much better place than the Cowboys are right now. I think they're better coached. Um, Dak has come hasn't played great of late. I do think the Cowboys can do about as good a job as anyone against Aaron Donald, but you Ramsey on Cooper and I like the Rams on the road. I think they're the better team right now by far, which shocks me.
0: Yeah. They're playing a lot better ball. The Cowboys just have this vibe hanging over them. The Jerry Jones cloud and he's angry and it's like, Oh, are they going to fire a coach? What is something wrong with the vibe right now in Dallas? And, I wouldn't be surprised if if this thing collapses and, and gets kind of ugly, and, and maybe the Eagles take the if the Cowboys lose this week, Eagle, Eagles take the East, and you see some house cleaning, and uh, that could be an off-season saga that's uh, that's prime-time viewing, I think, for for um, for pretty much everybody in the NFL with quote-unquote America's team. I, I like the Rams on the road, and and one and a half points isn't too much for me to to scare me off of that. No, me neither. Here we go. AFC major seeding implications here with the Bills at nine and four on the road to face the eight and five Steelers. This is your two wildcard teams. Seed five at seed six.
1: I've been breaking this game down like crazy. And to me, I really think it might be the first one to 10 points. I mean, <laughs> it, I, wow. and these defenses are excellent. They're well coached their playmaking i think you could get a bounce on special teams or a defensive score could determine it i think first downs are going to be huge special teams will be huge you'll be content to punt and field position game all day long and i think a lot of the general public will be watching this game going boy this is a terrible football game but the purists that love defense will be like this is too good defense is going at it I like the Steelers because they're home and it's a night game and they almost always win those games, and that's unfamiliar territory to the Bills as an organization.
0: The over-under is 37, the lowest of the week. I'd and go under. the Steel- Yeah, I might take the under, too, on that one. The Steelers favored by one and a half points. What's interesting is it's more important for the Steelers, seeding-wise, because if the Steelers lose, they could potentially fall out of the playoff Situation and fall behind whoever um, loses. Well, actually, they would be... T- actually, I take that back. So the They're Steelers, in pretty good shape, actually. Yeah, because the tiebreaker. I mentioned that tiebreaker yeah. early. So one of the 8-5 and five Titans and Texans who play each other also have to lose. So the Steelers, even if they do lose, would still have the 6th seed because they would have the tiebreaker. And one of the Titans or Texans has to be 8-6 and six after this week. Uh, the yeah. Buffalo Bills are going to sit in the five seed very easily if they win this week, if they lose, they will be eight and five and in a tie break situation too. So uh, there's a very good chance the Bills and Steelers, no matter what happens, are in the five, six spots.
1: Right, right. And whoever wins this game, I don't want to say it's guaranteed a playoff spot, but they're really, really yes. sitting pretty. If the Steelers lose though, they go to the Jets and then they go to the Ravens who very good chance are resting Lamar and company.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah, that week 17. Okay, that could be an easier way in for the Steelers than maybe they once thought. Let's go to Monday. Oh, yeah. And did we both pick the Steelers in this one?
1: Yeah, and I'll lay 1.5, but if it was 2.5 or 3, I certainly would take the underdog.
0: Yeah, 3 would be a little bit more difficult, just like the Steelers, because they're at home. But uh, I do like the way the Bills are are playing ball right now. It's going to be a fun one, and it's going to be low scoring. And some people will be mad about it in prime time that it's a snooze fest because it's low scoring. But I'm with you, man. These are two good defenses. You're you're going to see good defense. Two of the best five defenses in the league, in my opinion. We've got the Colts at Saints for... Indy, the season hasn't gone as planned. Six and seven, too many teams in front of them out of the playoff picture now. Saints trying to bounce back from that crazy, epic loss last week.
1: Yeah, what's the number here? I mean, I, I think some of these teams that are basically eliminated like the Colts or recently eliminated like the Colts, and I'm kind of focusing on the Browns on this conversation, could lay down, but I don't think this organization will. I think Frank Reich really has a handle on his team. But the Saints are much better. Prime time in New Orleans. You think that place is going to be lubed up a little bit? I mean, yeah. I, I think they put up a lot of points.
0: Yeah, and seeing what that offense was able to do against the 49ers defense, uh, yeah, they're, they're favored by nine, and it's a lot of points. And I'm, I'm comfortable not, with that. I'm not opposed to laying those points. Uh, the over-under is only 46. thought it might be a little bit higher, but the Colts play a little bit more of a ball-control game, so maybe keep the score down there, but... Yeah. Saints by nine. Yeah. okay, I'll go for it. Let's go. Let's go. Saints, my preseason Super Bowl pick. And they're one of the best two, three teams in the NFL, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, it doesn't quite add up, you know, a 46 over under for a team to win by nine. uh, Chances are the Colts are going to score some points, but I still would lay the nine and I'd probably take the over, to be honest with you. I think the Saints will get the
0: 30 or so. And that is your week 15 schedule. Matt and I will be back Monday, breaking it all down right here, Locked On NFL.